Welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie, and we are a part of the Ones That Lead for Crossroads 98 podcast. And so we're here today and uh, looking forward to bringing this good stuff to you. Um, continue to share this with people. Um, continue to click that share button if, if you get it on your phone or uh, if you can be able to do that from uh, your website. And that way, more and more get a chance to listen and uh, get a chance to review some of the, the great messages. Or that... if anybody wants to be a guest, yeah, well. just holler at us and come on up. we got another chair or two up here. You can join in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, uh, a little heads up would be helpful for me. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't... <laughs> you might let Steve know like an hour in advance or something. <laughs> uh, but I don't uh, know, no, Steve. I doubt if we have a, a parade of folks. Coming up. Uh, it's yeah. it's awesome. Uh, we're we're really glad that that uh, you do take the time to listen to these. Um, it is neat to take a midweek look at uh, some of the relevancy of of life and and uh, uh, take a look back at what um, Eddie has brought us that that God has placed on his heart. And then take a look forward in uh, the next next week's um, uh, service and sermons, rather. And so um, we're we're excited that you're here today. So thanks for joining us, and we'll just get right to it. Uh, God is faithful, and He is faithful throughout all seasons, uh, throughout time, in the past, the present, and He is going to remain faithful. Uh, in the future, so Amen. we are Amen. we are grateful to be able to be uh, in His service, and as we all are, that that um, have chosen to have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So, well, well let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get right into this, and uh, have a time time of talk and and chatting about it. Lord, we love you, and we thank you so much for this day. We're so grateful for your uh, faithfulness. We're going to be talking about that today, Lord, and I just pray that you will um, be with us here, Holy Spirit, as we uh, talk about the the great faithfulness and and the great mercy and amazing grace that you have given to us. Um, this this faithfulness is so deep and so strong, and it is backed with love, an amazing unconditional love. And we are so grateful. So, Lord, be with us during this time. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, uh, give us a little short synopsis uh, again about uh, God's great faithfulness. That is the the message title from this last week. And and uh, kind of lead the way here. Buddy. Well, I started out talking about rationalization because we, uh, a lot of us are expert, experts at it. And it's one of the things that uh, a lot of us, whether we know it or not, we do that with God. We a lot of times we try to rationalize our sin away. It mm-hmm. causes us grief. I started out talking about going to the doctor, and the doctor tells you you're overweight, and you know it stings you a little bit. And then you come up with excuses. Um, the best one was I'm not. I'm just. I'm not fat. I'm just nutritionally enhanced. I like that. I've used that before. That's <laughs> I, I, a. It's a pretty good. Way, good way to lo- look at it. And then I. Uh, I found this stress diet, which is funny. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but. Uh, it starts out really good, and then uh, it start, the, the downside started with one Oreo, Oreo cookie for lunch, and then snack time that afternoon, the rest of the package of Oreo cookies, one quart Rocky Road ice cream, 
one jar of hot fudge and caramel topped with pecans. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then for dinner that night, two loaves of garlic bread, heavy on the butter, one large pot, sausage and pepperoni pizza, extra cheese, two large milkshakes with whipped cream, and for dessert, three Snicker bars and an entire frozen cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the impact of one Oreo. Oh my goodness. I, and I got into Israel when, yeah. when, they, when did they eat that cookie? You know, when did mm. they eat that cookie? Hosea 8, 4, with their silver and gold, they've made idols for themselves. And when they got in, introduced into another culture, God told them to leave their stuff alone, especially their idols. Evidently, somebody got, put one away and brought it and took it back out. And before long, the, the nation of Israel uh, was doing that. We don't have, par se, idols carved out of wood or stone, uh, but we, we have them. Mm-hmm. And they're detrimental. They'll, they, they'll, they'll take us away from God. Yeah. Sin always has consequences. I, I think we live, it's not the same under the law than it was the, now in the age of grace, but nonetheless, there's still consequences to it. You know, in 722, the Assyrians invaded the northern kingdom and took the ten tribes away. I don't know if you've read anything. The Assyrians were brutal. The Babylonians were bad enough, but nothing like the Assyrians. Mm. Torture and on and on, and they forced the Jews to uh, intermingle with other races to dilute that Jewish Mm. pure blood. Mm. That's why uh, the Samaritans had, because Samaritans were uh, the products of intermingling, and they came back to Israel, but they weren't true Jews, and the rest of the Jews looked down on them especially from the southern tribe uh, who Babylon uh, carried away um, in 536. Now they stayed, they stayed pure and Benjamin and Judah was the two tribes that were taken to Babylon and God kept them pure because Jesus Christ come out of the, the mm. tribe of Judah. He's a lion of the tribe of Judah. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's why they did that. But anyhow, and then uh, I, I talked about Jeremiah the weeping prophet. Uh, but, walking through the city and uh, he's seen the affliction and he knows uh, he knows it's because of their sin but they, they, he can't hardly get him to fess up to it is mm. it, part of the problem I, 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 in his journal I don't know how many journal but if we're honest sometimes our journals aren't always happy days in his journal he says I'm broken I'm blocked I'm bitter and he goes on to say, My soul has been rejected from peace. I have forgotten happiness. Like the branches of a tree in a violent storm, the prophet's heart is bowed within him. And I think the, the COVID has affected some people this way. Not that them or their family has got the, got the virus, but it's affected their way of life. Mm-hmm. It's affected school. It's affected all kinds of things, maybe even vacations or whatever. And I don't know how many trips people had to cancel, vacations and whatever they were really looking forward yeah. to. Yep. COVID was like a needle let the air out of the balloon. Mm-hmm. It, it's not there. So it causes, I think it causes despair sometimes and anxiety in people. And can you imagine how many parents today are anxious about sending their kids back to school where they could be, where they could contract it, when they could bring it home, when they could give it to their grandparents, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a, an ongoing thing. Yep. But, he, but Jeremiah it comes down to this, and this is the verse for us today, in a sense. Uh, in verse 17, this I recall to my mind. No, it's verse 21, I'm sorry. This I recall to my mind, 
therefore I have hope. Mm. He, he, you know, and that, you know, that's, that's, Jer that's, that's Lamentations 3 is where that's at. Lamentations mean cry, whine, complain, uh, be in despair. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. And then, you know, that's why I talked about God's attributes. This I recall to my mind, my God's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows everything. My God's omnipresent. He's everywhere. My God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. And His love is unconditional. When, when I, if you have thoughts or seeds of doubt, uh, of course, the devil's always wanting to take you back there. You need to take him back to this. You can just take him to this one scripture. Lamentations 3.21. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. This I recall how powerful my God is. And in verse 22, he says, The Lord's love and kindness, there's that word again, that Hebrew word just said that we've talked about the last couple of weeks, mercy. Okay. The Lord's love and kindness indeed never cease. Never, kindnesses never cease, for his compassions never fail. Compassions means sympathetic love, concern for the helpless. And going back to a couple of weeks ago, concern for the miserable, which is what we are. Um, mm. And I, I talked about the prodigal. I talk about that a lot. But that clip I used, it didn't say a lot, but you got the point. This boy was coming home. He yeah. was strange from his father. That's the way God is with us. And he never meets us with a whack on, on the side of the head. It's always open arms. That's the difference yes. uh, in that. And then, you know, back in Lamentations 3.23, he talks about God's never-failing compassions. They are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. And we, we have songs like that. Is that a chorus or a hymn, great is thy It's a hymn, it's isn't a hymn. it? Yeah. Yep. And it's, doesn't it say, morning by morning, mm -hmm. new mercies I see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what God does every morning. He says, I'm still here. Let's go through the day together. Tomorrow we'll face tomorrow. But for today, I'm here to faithfully show you Love, kindness, and compassion. And then I, I had a suggestion. There's uh, some things to uh, to try. One is wait patiently. Stop running and start waiting. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him. Verse 25. Also in verse 25, instead of ignoring God, start seeking Him again. For the Lord is good to the person who seeks Him. And in three, stop talking and sit silently. Uh, verse 28. Let him sit alone and be silent, since he has laid it on him. I, I think as sometimes as his children, we want to do all the talking. It's hard just to sit still and listen to God. It is for me. Yeah. I know. And for submit willingly, you know, submit your heart to God, and, and he'll be there for you. For the Lord will not reject forever, for if he causes grief, then he will have compassion according to his abundant. There's that word again, loving kindness. That was in verse 31 and 32 in Lamentations 3. So that's waiting for God. We diligently and silently and submit to Him. And then I ask at the end of the message, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your relationship with your Heavenly Father today? And I think, you know, uh, some might feel like the prodigal. I, there's a little prodigal in all of us. And it comes to uh, surfaces every once in a while. And uh, some might feel like that, or some might feel like Jeremiah. I'm broken, I'm blocked, I'm bitter. My soul has been rejected from peace. I have forgotten happiness. I think there's a lot of people like that in our world today. They don't, they don't know what it means to be happy, because they have a different definition. 
of happy. And, and can I bring up a, a point there that it's not just it's not just those that are that don't have Christ in their lives that are that are unhappy. Um, there are some that have accepted Jesus, and they are seemingly coming up against a brick wall. Like like why can't I tr find that true joy? Why I've, I'm doing the things that I feel like are right, and I feel like that. You know, but but I still feel like maybe some feel like it's a task, or maybe it's more of a, a ritual or a religion. Mm -hmm. And and um, in having conversation with some individuals along this line, um, instead of instead of having um, like oh you know I, I oh I messed up there I need to I need to pray and I, okay and then. Than trying to get alone with God, and then then some other something else takes their mind away, and they're like, "Oh, I got to get back to that." And it's this it's this fight, right, of trying to fight their lives to to get in line with God. Well, instead of looking at it as tasks and things that we have to do, the relationship with our God is one that. That he wants to set us apart from that is that that is meddling or muddling up our lives, um, and whereas instead of it being something we have to do like a prayer, make your life the prayer. Mm -hmm. So in everything you do, be the prayer. Mm -hmm. Your interaction with people, the way you, the way that you act apart from people inside the house inside uh, by yourself uh, the decisions in which um, you need to to whether it's bounce your ears or bounce your eyes from something or or you're going to make it a, a habit your life is this prayer your life is a part of what you need to do because it's a response to his faithfulness and his love and it's also a response for the hope that is to come, mm -hmm. and that is the Lord Jesus' return. You see, as we as the church press forward, we need to remember that the Christ that has saved us Amen. is the Christ that is going to come back for his church. And how does he want the church to be? All muddled up and not listening? <laughs> no, he wants us spotless. Yeah. The bride of Christ. He doesn't want us to be uh, stained with gods, other gods, other idols, like you so, like you said. He doesn't want us to be to be messing around with other things that take us around. He, we are His bride. The church is His bride. We're not somebody else's bride. So our garments need to be white as snow. We're forgetting, and this leads into our. Your sermon I'd, this next week about holiness, mm -hmm. but we as His bride respond from His faithfulness. So come on, church, let's do it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You mentioned that uh, we, you don't hear a lot about 
holiness maybe as we should and one of the things that god said be holy because i'm holy hmm. you know that's well and then i think some people stop there they're like how can i be holy like yeah. god yeah right but but what he's saying is look i want to set you apart you're going to live in the world but you're not going to be of it you're going to be in and around it but you're not going to be of it you're not going to be when you, immersed in it just you, let me set you apart that's exactly right. You know, I, I'm starting out talking about the epitaphs on gravestones. An epitaph is an inscription on a tombstone or a tomb. Um, a lot of people, uh, I think, in Sullivan will walk at Center Ridge. There's some, there's, there, there are some cool epitaphs out there, especially mm -hmm. Will Hayes. If you walk out there and you've never seen that, stop. It's the, it's the Oblisk. It looks mm. like Lincoln's, uh, or not Lincoln's, but Washington's monument. It's that shape. Is oh, that yeah. an oblige? I think oblige, that's right. I think. Yeah. Something like Whatever. That. But you yeah. know what I'm talking about. He's got some pretty cool inscriptions on there. It, that's the funny thing about uh, this building. You know, he was here. I have his office, and this mm -hmm. was his law office. And um, he, was a, he was on Warren G. Harding's cabinet. He was in a president of the United States cabinet. He's postmaster general. That, but it's it's He's rubbing just, shoulders with quite a yeah, few big shots. Big it's shots, interesting to read that leaders. stuff. But when you read through First and Second Kings, it's like a royal graveyard. The story of Israel's rulers, two to three years until you get to Uzziah, and you think about how God uses people and blesses them. Uzziah ruled over Israel for fifty-two years. So established was the king's reign that the people faced the danger of placing him on a pedestal of their hearts and thus dethroning their true king, the Lord God. That was the problem. But that's when Isaiah was prophesying. Because remember in, in chapter 6, uh, Isaiah starts out in the year of King Uzziah's death. Mm -hmm. I saw the Lord setting up high. Um, and of course, the whole point behind that is when he saw God, he felt, what a sinner. He says, oh, woe am I. I am a man of unclean lips. God's holy. He was face face to face with God's holiness. Hmm. You know, both the Greek and the Hebrew words for holy convey the idea of separateness, and that's you know we talk about sanctification, and that's what that is. It's a separating. Um, it's it starts, and I do believe that uh, it's a uh, it's a lifelong process. Yeah, we. I, I really think it, it's a it's a lifelong process. And a lot of times when we are faced with God's holiness, we, we sense our fallen condition. It's like the lights in an operating room come on and shine on us. There's no darkness in an operating room. Usually every little corner is illuminated. Um, holiness reveals this about God. First, God's holiness assures us that He is trustworthy. He is morally unable to take advantage of us, abuse us, or manipulate us. Mm -hmm. Secondly, His Holiness guarantees that He will deal honorable with us. We will never have to wonder whether His plans will backfire or work against us. He's always for us. And then third, since He is holy, He is our model of perfection. He is without flaw, either hidden or exposed. James 1.13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and He Himself does not tempt anyone. You know. I think sometimes people have a problem with that. That temptation is coming from themselves or the mm -hmm. devil. It's never coming from God. And I'm going to talk about holiness and how, how it affects us. Um, and then there's some um, examples. 
from Scripture in the Old Testament, Leviticus 11.44, For I am the Lord your God, consecrate yourself, therefore be holy, for I am holy. And in the New Testament, Romans 6.12 and 13, Therefore do not let any sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey its lusts, and do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present, present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. I never looked at it that way. We are ones that's been resurrected. We're alive yeah. from the dead because we were dead in our sins, but now we're alive. Without Christ, we are slaves to the harsh taskmaster of sin, and that's true. It's just, and it goes on and on. You know, it says, in, in light of what we have heard, first, we need to keep ourselves from conforming to former lusts. Second, we must remind ourselves of our calling, who we are in Christ. And then thirdly, we need to conduct ourselves in fear. So that's kind of where I'm going with that, Steve, on holiness. And then I want to I want to close with the, uh, the words of the, <laughs> the great hymn, well, I Holy, th- Holy, Holy. I think that we're, we're actually going to look into um, singing that. So we might... Inc- Good. You know, go ahead and maybe mention the first one, but I, we'd like to go I'll ahead just, and I'll probably sing just that. do a verse. Yeah. I'll just say a verse. I think it'd be excellent to make sure uh, to emphasize that. But um, but, but I, I think a lot of times, I don't think we got it in us. I don't think we believe that we can be holy. And that's the thing. That's the <laughs> trick of Satan. Um, Big time. If God would never... He, it's one thing like if um, you hear somebody say something that we we should do and you're like well you know that might be for you but not for me but god here says i want you to be holy as i am holy yeah this comes from god specifically if god said it then he knows that he can do a great work in you if we let him mm-hmm. here's the here's the trick to that whole thing and this is this is the thing that it, it, it's 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 amazing when it happens and and folks I as you're listening to this um, I hope that it is instilled a little bit more but when we when we that are found in Christ are forgiven and and, and go through that process of the old man passing away mm-hmm. we, we step into forgiveness we're we're reborn in this life we're we're born of from the blood of Jesus Christ that was spilt on Calvary. And then as we are working through these processes of what it means to be saved, God, at that point in time, we, we are still in and on the throne of our own making. Our, you know, we make decisions, we're going about things, and we're learning how to be better Christians and more mature, and we're getting off the milk, we're getting into the meat. You know, all that, those different things you might have heard. But we're still in charge. We've kind of got the controls. We've got the got the things, and Lord, this and that and the other thing. And mm-hmm. and God is asking us, look, I, I want to rule in your life. Not so that I can be a dictator, but so that I can bring true freedom to mm-hmm. you. Because the things that you're frustrated with right now, son, daughter are the things that of your of of your demise and of your even though you're learning to be better you're not 
allowing me to have complete Mm -hmm. control. That is where the holiness comes in. As we say, Lord, I surrender to your lordship. I surrender to you. Therefore, as I do that, I know that you can set me apart. I'm going to be in this world. There's going to be some things that that I need to get rid of, but that's where Satan wants to trip us up. Oh, you're never going to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. You're never going to stop doing that and doing this. The Lord is able to do a great and mighty work if we just let him. Satan wants to trick us with all kinds of lies, lies, but our duty is to submit and surrender. That is what I want you to hear. That's what, in in what I'm saying right now, uh, our surrender to his lordship. And remember, those things that that will come up like, ooh, I can't do that, or that's not for me. I can't, I can't go around toting a Bible. He's not asking you to do that. He's asking you to live as live your life as him being the lordship mm-hmm. or the Lord. And why not <laughs> allow yourself to be immersed into the glory of God. Give him your time. Give him your talents. Give him your gifts. Turn these things over. You want to be found worthy unto the cross and unto what God's going to do in your life. It's such a great thing. And I'm telling you right now, the freedom is immense. Mm-hmm. It's immense. I just want to share that. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> God good is stuff. at work. He, yeah. is, he is. He's in the work, at work in the life of the church, not only of Crossroads people. Of course not. I mean, you're just one part, but in the global yeah. the global church. Well, and the whole thing about we, you know, we talked about that stuff about being connected. Um, I know we miss being together, but uh, I wonder how much we all reach out to others during the week. Mm-hmm. We say we want to see them at church, but that's easy seeing them at church. But uh, the, what on our part, whoever God lays on our heart, whether we text them or just touch base, that we need to maybe need to do more of that actually to stay connected. Absolutely. So absolutely, and do it. Do it, church. People need yeah. you, and, and even if, if it's just a one or two sentence text, and hey, yeah. how you doing today? I was thinking about you, and miss you, and hope things are going well in your life, and say a little prayer for you now. So you'd be amazed so the response, yeah. or or the way that it affects people. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Well, and encouragement is the big deal. Oh, I was talking to a guy. Yesterday, that I, I didn't know if it was encouraging or not because he was talking about transition. And uh, when a pastor gets to the point that God calls him on or whatever, and he said, Well, this guy said, Yeah, it's it's like, uh, have you ever had to shoot your own dog? I said, Well, <laughs> that's rough business. He said, Well, that's that's what happens with the leadership times. times. It's somebody's got to shoot the dog. You know, <laughs> what he, the point he was saying. <laughs> He's the leadership has to tell the elders have have to tell the pastor says well we think it's it's time for you to leave <laughs> he said sometimes it's hard because they love you I thought that I don't know if that's encouraging or not yeah <laughs> I see one of the leadership team coming up here packing a pistol oh, yeah, I'm run I'm gonna go hide <laughs> but, uh, the point was taken you know and you know that's the point that you you want to do what God wants you to do. 
where yeah, you're at. We, we do want to submit and surrender to how, <laughs> it's how not always he's easy. leading us, no. right? You yeah, know, and it's that's, not always easy. And that's the thing, as we, as we move forward, we, we each, um, we, we covet your prayers. Oh, my yeah. goodness. As, as leaders of this church, we covet your prayer. And, and, and one of the things, too, about leadership, it's hard not to take ownership. Mm-hmm. That's 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 because it's not our church, right? It's not. It, it's a, a church that belongs to Jesus Christ. He's the head. We're just fingers and hands and arms and mouth. A mouth, I guess. So, but nonetheless, that's that's who we are. It's not ours. Mm-hmm. But it's boy, you want to take ownership. Mm-hmm. And you know the concerns about not being together and about. Uh, we talked about sheep a couple three weeks ago at the park and lake that uh, we're the sheep of His people and I, sheep are vulnerable. I, I'm concerned about the sheep, but uh, nonetheless, I could go on and on about that. But uh, no, this has been, you know, we talk about God's faithfulness and then, then His holiness um, and who He is, and hopefully it will encourage us. Yeah. So, well, as you as you go into a um, praying as we wrap this up, could you go ahead and pray for um, our schools? Sure. As this is the first week back here sure. in Sullivan, and. Uh, and just uh, pray um, for God's protection and uh, yeah all of that would be great sure okay. father we love you and Steve said we do we pray for the school we pray for everybody there we pray for the uh, the administrators as they make decisions the tough decisions whether I have school or not have it I pray for the teachers Lord that uh, uh, the extra stress and burden that's on them doing online and in class and I pray for the students as well that you would keep them smart, that they would uh, do the things and follow the protocol uh, to keep them safe, that you might uh, help them to realize that, Lord, that uh, it's not because they want to boss them around, it's because they are concerned about them and they love yes. them. So I just I ask your blessing upon the schools here um, and as well, and uh, all the help, uh, the cooks and the janitors and everybody there, Lord, yes. same same prayer, that we, we appreciate them. And, we just hope, hope that they know that, that they are loved and appreciated as well. And for law enforcement and those in uh, the yes. community service and the firemen and everybody that's out in the public, they're exposed, Lord. So I just pray that you would be with them as well. And for us as a church, we might continue to make the right decisions on what's best and what, the direction you'd have us to go, God. Yes. We'll always be the church, whether we're together or not, but we miss each other. And I pray, Lord, that we understand how faithful you truly are and uh, what it means to follow you and as this week's message is coming up lord on holiness that we understand what that means at well because uh, that's where the blessings are it's it's when we uh, imitate you and allow you to work in our lives and we thank you for that yes, yes. thanks again for uh, being here today with us and uh, during this time and i just pray that you bless these words we ask it in the name of christ amen 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 well we our prayer is is that this time together that we've had uh, chatting and talking about the importance of of the different issues that are relevant to your life will be something that you can instill and to continue to move forward in your christian faith and Mm -hmm. and uh, looking and continuing to long and hope for uh, the return of jesus as he is uh, as it says in the word and as you continue to study the word that the lord would open up 
the great uh, yeah. mysteries to to each of us as we continue to to love one another as we as we continue to move forward as the church. Amen. Well, God bless you, and thanks for joining us today. And until next week, we want to say goodbye. But you know what? Continue to pray for one another. Continue to to lift each other up. And uh, until we meet again on this podcast, <laughs> we'll say goodbye. <laughs>